Hey there, I'm Amanda Marcotte and this is How to Be a Badass-ish. The truth is, we're all badasses, we just forget. Because we also forget that we're human and sometimes we fall on our face. Join me in celebrating all life's failures because ultimately, that's the only way we grow. Hello everyone. This is Amanda Marcotte with How to Be a Badass-ish. And today, I'm going to touch on a very, very sensitive subject that is happening in the entire world right now. I'm sure you're probably tired of hearing it. I'm sure people near you are freaking out in some way, shape, or form. It's the coronavirus, the COVID-19. And it is officially a pandemic. I am recording this five days into a mandatory quarantine from Portland, Oregon. And I know there's a lot of information that is going out into the world right now that is making things worse. And as I've been meditating for the last couple of days, I I wanted to hop on and talk about the silver lining of the coronavirus, as well as a download that I received. And this is a very difficult thing for me because I am claircognizant. I am clairvoyant. Um, I have like three more clair powers, which basically means I know things that logically I should not know. I have no experience with them. I have no information or uh, research done from them. They are literally what I call downloads directly from the source. And they 99.9% of the time come when I am meditating or when I am very still. I don't necessarily have to be in a meditative state. I'm just very still and it's silent and I can hear my own thoughts. Um, It's one of the reasons I'm an introvert and I enjoy being an introvert. And this is going to kind of go in multifacets. Uh, First and foremost, the silver lining piece. I really want people to understand the reason that you are being forced quarantine is to keep people safe. First off, I find the irony very fascinating because especially Americans, we're very selfish. We're very self-absorbed. We're very much um, uncaring about others. And it doesn't matter what those others are. You see it everywhere, especially with having such a toxic, toxic human being as the leader of this country. People have given themselves permission to be assholes, to be selfish, and they justify it as though it was okay in the first place, let alone in the blown out proportions that it is now. Um, Case in point, About six months ago, one of the biggest conversations was how there's no way we could do healthcare for all. Absolutely no way. Because who's going to pay for it? Well, the corporations that are stealing from us could be a good start. But that's a conversation for another day. Uh, And the fallout of what has happened, because 87 million Americans are uninsured. I'll be honest, me being included, if I were to get sick, I would not go to the hospital. I would do everything in my power 
to avoid the hospital at all costs, which also includes testing. I don't say that to be an asshole. I say that because I know firsthand what hospital costs and what doctor's visits, especially if there's nothing to be afraid of or if there's something that you can handle on your own, they are detrimental, absolutely detrimental. So you have 87 million people who do not have the same thought process of me of, well, I know my body very well. I go inside all the time to really hear what my body is saying to me. Uh, You just have people that panic. And their first thought is, it's just a little cough. I'm going to get some cough syrup and I'll be fine. I'll go to work. And the reason they go to work is because if they don't go to work, then they could not pay their bills. They can't pay their rent, which then perpetuates an even worse problem of two sides of it. If they actually have this virus, then they are spreading it to other people because they are trying to take care of their family. And at the same time, they know quite well uh, in in a very gross and obvious way because it is also toted about all the time on social media, the the poverty shaming is amazing. If they stop working, they know, first and foremost, the government probably will shame them when they ask for help. People will shame them, why don't you just get a job? And then their children will be shamed because their parents are going through some shit. So it's this constant problem that cycles through And now it's getting so epic and so huge that it's actually putting other people in danger. So back to what I was originally talking about. Americans are very self-absorbed and very selfish. The question is always, I'm not going to pay for somebody else's stuff. Like you could get a job. Uh, That's great, except for a lot of those people have jobs. Some of them have two and three jobs. And if they don't have two and three actual nine to five jobs, they definitely have at least two side hustles going. If not a small business trying to change their economic status. So is healthcare a right? Because if healthcare was available to everybody, then people would be af- not be afraid to go get tested, to go to the doctor if they feel sick. They would make sure they could take care of themselves so that they could take care of others. First and foremost, the quarantine that is happening. Everybody is freaking out about it because now we are suddenly all forced to be introverts. And I'm going to get to this in a second. There is another silver lining there. The other side of being forced to quarantine is you are forced to think of other people. You have to think about if you are sick and you have no idea you're sick because you have a very healthy immune system and a healthy body and you're in the category which is not even being affected by this, by the way, Um, millennials are the saviors right now. And we have been told for over a decade that we are worthless, that we break rules, that we are terrible human beings, that we are destroying the economy, that we are destroying the government, that we are becoming socialists, that we are like list off all of the things. Right. And yet. To survive this literal pandemic. You have to act like a millennial. 
You have to be aware of other people. You have to think first and foremost, how can I help? Stop hoarding the damn toilet paper. I don't know what you think you're going to do with the toilet paper, but stop it. This is a good time to invest in a bidet, which would not only help your body be healthier because it would prevent UTIs for all of you women out there, and it would prevent your child from spending copious amounts of toilet paper when they poop and washing it away down the toilet, which would also save the environment. Now, here's another thing that I'm going to point out. With this forced quarantine, not only are you literally forced to think of other people and what your actions directly will do or will not do to other people, this forced quarantine is having astronomical effects on climate. China actually had a a pollution map. And in one week where they were forced quarantine, their pollution went down 25%. The The same thing is happening in the entirety of the world, which is bringing me to my download. So this download that I got This is going to piss some people off, so I'm pausing for a moment. The download that I got was for decades, decades. The people in power, predominantly baby boomers, have been told this is a problem. You have to stop taking care of the money and start taking care of people. You have to stop worrying about lining your satin pockets and take care of the environment. You have to stop worrying about making a buck and making sure people are healthy. They didn't listen. They've blatantly ignored it. And then anyone who has any other opinion is immediately considered a terrible human being. They use the word hippie and tree hugger like they're insults, like caring about the planet and about our children and about our neighbors and about our friends and our community is a bad thing. Do you see do you see the backwards thinking in this? So this download kind of showed me this has been ignored for decades. Decades. We've watched it. Many, 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 many scientists have confirmed it. We have 16-year-old girls who have been skipping school for over a year, shaming baby boomers in Congress and in politicians or in politics and in all of these arenas where they should fix it. They should have more foresight than eating at Red Lobster every single night, which I, I, I've i never been loaded. So I'm, a sh- I'm sure that Red Lobster is like a fast food joint to them. But you see what I'm saying? They're more concerned about getting their mansions and getting, getting their yachts. They're doing their fucking job and taking care of people. They are, they are our employees. Politicians are your employees. Your taxes pay for their salary. And their salary is meant to do a job to take care of you. It would be like if you hired a web designer, and I'm going to say at the top of my business, I would charge $10,000 for a website. 
if you gave me $10,000 for a website and I gave you something like Wix that was a drag and drop, it was half-assed, it sort of looked okay, but it was a website, you're welcome, right? Like, that's what politicians have done. They've done that to our society. They've done that to our climate. They've definitely done it to our children. So they've ignored their duty. They have failed at their job. They should be fired, but they have also put into legislation doing job security that they do not deserve. They have more job security than the actual servants that that provide the workers for these corporations. Jeff Bezos has more job security than any of the people that actually run the Amazon warehouses that make sure the things that you order are given to you within 24 hours. They do that without bathroom breaks and while running themselves ragged across warehouses that are the size of three football fields. And we're okay with that as a society. We're totally okay with that. Fast food workers definitely don't deserve to have a living wage. Completely disregard the fact that housing prices have skyrocketed to the point where it is actually laughable to even think about buying a house if you don't already have one. Case in point, a house that we lived in for three years when we moved out was worth $150,000. When we moved out three years ago, we were given the opportunity to purchase it. And I said, no, I don't want to keep this house. And if I had known what was going to happen, I would have bought it and I would have dealt with it. It was sold for $150,000. And when I was looking up on Zwillow a couple of days ago, that exact same house three years ago for $150,000 is now worth half a million. That's stupid. That's asinine. Nothing about that makes logical sense at all. And the people who have all this money are perpetuating the problem. Because it seems like instead of getting to that point where you go, oh my God, I have so much money, now I can help people, they immediately become the most selfish people on the planet. Jeff Bezos started his company in his mom's garage. So did Steve Jobs. So did Bill Gates. And yet, yeah, they have foundations and all of that. That's really great. But why are athletes who came from nothing giving up a month's salary to pay for the staff of the arenas that they play in while the owners of the NBA are locking themselves in their mansion going, well, good luck for you. So that's the first half of the download. The people who have the power, who have the money, and who have the ability to make this world a better place are choosing not to. And it is that simple. They are choosing. So the earth has rebuttaled. The earth has provided insane earthquakes and tsunamis and tornadoes and hurricanes and floods and fires and eruptions and just over and over and over. And it's like when a child is acting out because all they want is attention. 
That's all they want. They want you to stand up and go, yes, honey, what can I do for you? How can I help you? And when you continue to ignore that child and ignore that child over years and years and years, that child leaves and never wants to have anything to do with you ever again. And parents are always like, oh, I don't know why my kid won't talk to me. Well, cat's in the cradle, man. You ignored them for a very long time and disregarded everything that they felt, everything they thought, everything they were. You tried to pray the gay away. You tried to tell them that being online and wanting to make money doing podcasts, as an example, or building websites was stupid. You can't be an artist and make money. Like, don't be ridiculous. And yet, so fast forward. The earth has been ignored. Society has been ignored. All of these spiritual teachers have been ignored. Children are acting like adults. And baby boomers are acting like entitled children. And then along comes this virus. This virus that is literally targeting baby boomers. My son is not going to die. I am not going to die. Millennials are not really affected by this. Children are not really affected by this. And yet baby boomers are the most susceptible, along with people that have compromised immune systems and and diseases like diabetes and everything. I'm not talking about them. The download didn't include them. The download was talking about the people who have literally for decades ignored the warning signs. Or maybe they knew the warning signs and they just didn't give a shit. I find it fascinating that those same people are now in full-fledged panic mode and causing more panic to everybody else. Take care of yourself so that you can take care of the masses. It's funny because that's a millennial motto. You have to take care of yourself first. You have to meditate. You have to find what your passion is. You have to focus on your family. You have to take a time out from work. You are not meant to just lose weight, work, and die. And yet that's what we've been conditioned. That's what we've been taught. That is the baby boomer way. You work and work and work and you get a house and you get a car and you work a nine-to-five job for a corporation and then you go home and that's it. You drink a lot on Fridays. You go out to bars. Don't learn how to cook because you need to spend more money at all of these chain restaurants. Don't go to the mom and pop restaurants because they don't have the advertising budget. So it's fascinating to me and interesting that the silver lining through all of this is the way that the millennials make money, the way the millennials connect to each other. The things that we do to make this world a better place now, everybody has to do in order for everybody on the planet to survive this. And I'll be honest with you, not everybody's going to survive. This planet is at capacity. It cannot hold any more people. Eight and a half billion people is too much for this planet. So... Maybe this virus is a way to balance the scales. 
now from the positive perspective, now that I did the gloom and doom and all of that, the positive perspective is things that I'm seeing from millennials, online business entrepreneurs. We've been doing this for a decade. So the running joke in the online entrepreneur world is, what do you mean I don't have to put on pants or shower and I can use the computer to connect with everybody? That's just another Tuesday in my life, right? Um, so it's a funny joke, but it's true. It's true. If you are an online entrepreneur, it's time for you to step up. It's time for you to stop worrying about being perfect. It's time for you to do the thing. For the next two weeks minimum, we have to be in our houses. So my question is, why are we not taking full advantage? My favorite quote from my favorite book series of all time is from Albus Dumbledore, Harry Potter, and he says, happiness can be found in the darkest of times if one only remembers to turn on the light. So everywhere you look, people are freaking out. Panic is widespread. Terror is insatiable. And people are starting to hoard. They're hoarding funds. They're hoarding food. They're hoarding toilet paper, which again, I don't get the toilet paper thing. Like buy a bidet, man. Seriously. It's a hundred bucks. It'll save you a shit ton of toilet paper. It'll save your septic tank. It'll save the trees and your ass will be happier. <laughs> it's a true story. So... We can't leave our house. No, we can't. But now, what's your excuse of to why you can't start a podcast or why you can't write that book or launch your website or start your blog or actively do homeschooling or, you know, spend time with your family, actually play with your kid away from the phone because your phone is freaking you out. So get off of it anyway right? Now would be a really good time to start a meditation practice. In fact, define irony at the exact moment that half of the world is panicking and freaking out. Deepak Chopra is doing a massive meditation challenge for the next 21 days. Meditate. Go inside. Find your calm. Start meditating. Start doing yoga. Start taking care of yourself. Learn a new craft. YouTube is amazing, y'all. You've been teasing millennials for decades at this point about how we make money where we shouldn't. Why can people make money on YouTube? Because people are tired of being sold to. Why influencers ex exist on Instagram? Because they tell the truth. They say what people want to hear. It's real, actual connection. I have more connection with my clients that I've never physically touched that live on the other side of the country and some of them on the other side of the world through my computer sitting at home in my little nook where I record all of this stuff and I and I am on my giant Mac from leftover from my design business. I have more connection with those people than when I go into a crowd and just shove my business card in somebody's face. Quarantine and being away from proximity of people does not give you the excuse to not connect with people. In fact, now it's more of a reason to connect, truly connect. Perfectionism has hurt you 
And more than ever right now, you cannot afford to be perfect. The absolute worst thing that we can do is wait for the government to save us because I've got a newsflash for you. They didn't save y'all in 2008. They didn't do it in 2010. They didn't do it in 2012. And I'm sure as shit they're not going to do it in 2020 because you are not a billionaire. You are not a corporation. It is time to save yourself. It is time to show the powers that be that humans do not need to be told what to do in order to make the world a better place. Do not wait. Do not hoard your money. The best thing that we could do, the more money online that we can exchange, the more connections we can make by using powerful web tools, and the more that we can tap into the source and actually decompress our stress that has literally compounded over the last decade can change everything. Everything. This could be a turning point in history where we looked at corporations and said, thank you for finally stepping up to the plate. Now it's time for me to take over. You have online entrepreneurs that are afraid to share all of their products, and yet you are needed now more than ever. I started a group called Synergy Works. It's something I am guilty of too. I have been sitting on my ass about this for two and a half years. I know how to connect tech people and healers. Healers are not good at tech. They're not supposed to be. They're healers for Christ's sake. And tech people suck at taking care of themselves. Trust me from experience. I know that all too well. And yet, we need each other. You need to learn how to be a homeschooling mom right now. Well, guess what? We live in 2020 and the resources available to teach your kid and to give science experiments at home and show them how to read and how to connect with your family are are through the roof. They are limitless. The way that you can put your message out online, whether it is through YouTube or lives or social networking or podcasting or just connecting with people as a whole, unlimited. The way that you can sell your services, unlimited. The way that you can teach people something, unlimited. Guess what? Now's a really good time to figure out how to grow your own food. Just type in hydroponics at home in Google and you will come up with over 397 pages of resources to help you with that. How do you connect with your children so that they are not connected to the screens for the next three weeks? Again, type in unschooling, UN, unschooling. And you will come up with some of the most amazing resources on how to connect your child to nature, to other people, and to you. We are forced inside and pollution has dropped 25% in seven days. People are learning how to grow their own food. People are calling their families more than they have in years. I've talked to my mom and dad. I hate the phone. I hate the phone so much. And my parents are in that category that is susceptible for this virus to actually kill them. And my response is to make sure that I call them to let them know how much I love them. Because I cannot control who stays, who goes, who lives, who dies, who gets sick, who stays healthy. What I can control, what you can control is talking to those people and making sure they know that you love them. 
that you appreciate them, that you miss them. Most people don't get that chance. Most people don't get the chance to have a paid two weeks off where they can focus on their passion and write the fucking book. Start the e-commerce store. Teach people something on YouTube. Start their YouTube channel. Become a professional gamer. Start your podcast. I'm going to keep repeating this over and over because people are so worried about the Batman superhero that doesn't exist. There's 480 billion, excuse me, there's 480 billionaires in the world. How many of them became the Arrow? How many of them became Batman? They don't exist. This is one of those times where we, the people, can completely flatten the inequality that exists. Invite people to talk to you. Start a Zoom account. It's free right now. You can do web conferencing with people and record it. So you have a conversation with your mother that I would kill for with my grandmother. Have a face-to-face conversation and record it. And 20 years from now, you can open that video and hear your mother's voice. Think about those things. Spend the next two weeks playing with your children, touching base with your best friends, meditating, taking care of your body, learning how to garden, learning how to remove the imprint that we have done on the earth to destroy the only fucking planet we have that is livable. I'm sure aliens are out there going, God, it's about time. Because we haven't done a really bang up job, especially in this last century. There's a couple of other things that I wanted to read for you guys as well. Some very powerful, powerful things. So these are things that I have found online. Again, from other millennials, other e-commerce people, other online entrepreneurs. One of them is a woman, Danny Page. And I found this on Instagram. And she said, Shakespeare wrote King Lear in quarantine. Isaac Newton discovered calculus in quarantine. I wonder who amongst my entrepreneur friends will have their own big breakthroughs during this time. Another one is from Healing Energy Tools that says, quote, and the people stayed home and read books and listened and rested and exercised and made art and played games and learned new ways of being and were still, and listened more deeply. Some meditated, some prayed, some danced, some met their shadows, and the people began to think differently, and the people healed. And in the absence of people living in ignorant, dangerous, mindless, and heartless ways, the earth began to heal. And when the danger passed, and the people joined together again, they grieved their losses and made new choices. They dreamed new images and created new ways to live and heal the earth fully as they had been healed. A woman named Kitty O'Meara made that comment. And I find it 
powerful because that is the epitome of what I'm talking about, of this silver lining. From one perspective, yeah, this is scary. Just like when you're grounded as a kid, you don't know what's to come. And when you're forced into a situation, instead of automatically going, okay, you know what? I have nothing better to do. I guess I'm going to start writing or finding experiments. Like if this had happened in the 90s, I would probably be involved in the panic too. And yet, in the last three days, I now have a free account to ABC Mouse. I have a free account to what's called Mad Science locally, and it's phenomenal. So they have an after-school program and they have science experiments that you can do on your kitchen table. I also have access to probably 25 different education resources. So my kid's fine. Like we're totally doing the unschooling thing and we're learning through play. Yesterday, my husband sat down and taught him how to multiply with Lego bricks. My son couldn't read. He could read a couple of words. He, he knew some sight words two weeks ago. And because we have spent more time reading and snuggling and focusing on sight words, my son is now reading on his own. Like I said, I've talked to my parents more than I have any time in the last year. I've checked in with my best friends every single day. I'm talking to coaches and tech people who are putting their subs out there in the Synergy Works group to be able to teach people how to get started. You still have to hire them for advanced services, but they're more than willing to show you how to utilize Zoom to connect with people. This is how you start building a website. This is how you start meditating. This is how you start taking care of your body to boost your immune system. This is where you can go to for mental health. These are the resources that you can reach out to to learn how to grow your own garden. It exists. Mr. Rogers used to say, in all the times of trauma, look for the helpers. That's what I'm doing. I'm facilitating the helpers because the last thing that we need is for the entire world to crash and burn because we did not take advantage of this amazing opportunity. That doesn't mean that we shouldn't be concerned about others. That doesn't mean that we should be more selfish. What that means is now you have no excuse. You have the internet at your disposal. You have people willing to help. It is your obligation to make sure you are taking care of other people. Even the most selfish, narcissistic, self-absorbed, greedy, piece of crap human being that is in charge of our country right now is saying the same damn thing. Make sure you take care of yourself so that we can all take care of other people. That simple act of washing your hands could save your grandmother's life. 
that simple act of washing your hands could make sure a homeless person doesn't die on the street. So I find it interesting that this download that I got talked about simultaneously how for decades the warning signs have been there and we've pretended they don't exist. We have leaders ridiculing teenagers who are doing the job that they were hired to do. We have people who disregard others that are down on their luck because they don't understand their privilege. We have people fighting over stocks while they poison our food and poison our water and poison our air. We have children that have more cancer than any other time in history because of things that we have done. Our parents and we are the reason children are dying in our country. We are the reason that children are starving at school. We are the reason that fast food workers, which define irony in itself right there, we have these corporations that in mass quantities poison our bodies and then they hire people who for jobs that are meant for teenagers because other high paying jobs don't exist or they don't have a way to get to them. And then they're punished because that's their only option to take care of their family while we are eating the food that is literally poisoning us. We don't even want to take care of the people that feed us. We don't want to take care of the people that make sure that garbage is picked up and the parks are clean and the arenas don't have trash and garbage and beer bottles all over the place when we go to a sporting event. We had 40 Republicans vote no to feeding children while school is closed. As though they have no idea that there are children that literally only eat during school. When you think of other people, amazing stuff happens. My husband was one of those kids. He tells me stories about how the only time he knew he would have a lot of food is during the week. He made friends with the lunch lady so that they would always pack him leftovers instead of throwing it away. And he always was able to pawn it off because I worked at the school. I worked at the theater department. So I would tell them, I'm not going to go home to eat, so I'm probably not going to get dinner. So they would save me food so that I could eat more than once that day. That wasn't the case when he went home. Now, when we go to events where they're catered and my husband and I see that food is going to be thrown away, we ask the servers to pack it up for us. And sometimes it's copious amounts of food. They pack it up for us, and then we go to tent cities, and we hound out that food. My son helps me hand out food to people that are in tents, that are dirty, 
They're obviously starving in the middle of the city. And my son looks at me and says every single time, Mama, that is so nice. And every single time I look at him and said, Baby, you have all the opportunities in the world and it is your obligation to help those that have lost all hope. Because it is. The reason that the billionaires anger me so much is not because they have money. There is no lack of money. There, the, that is a facade. There is no lack. There is only abundance. We choose to see lack because that is what we are conditioned for. That's another reason millennials have pissed off baby boomers so bad. Because it used to be if you wanted a house, if you wanted a nice car, if you wanted to raise a family, you get a nine to five job, you work for a corporation, your wife stays home, you can buy a house for $30,000 with a yard, have two cars, and then have a retirement and live happily. That hasn't existed since the 80s, maybe 90s, maybe. And then the internet came out and suddenly you could be paid a lot of money for traveling all over the world and writing about your experiences on what's this magical thing called a blog. Suddenly you could make a lot of money teaching people how to do stuff on this free service called YouTube. Suddenly, you could make some beer money and have some extra cash to save up to go on a vacation by pretending to be a taxi driver just on one day a week, on Saturdays, while everyone else is blowing $100 a week at the bar, you're making two and $300 by driving people around on Uber or Lyft. I'm cycling all the way back around because I need to make this point. Right now, you have been handed a gift. You have been handed the time to write your book, to get yourself online, to make your side hustle into your main job. You have been given a gift to spend time with your family that you have neglected for the last few years because you work so much and so hard that you're doing late nights because of a launch that has to happen the next 24 hours or working on weekends because of a deadline that you have to meet for some client. There's no overtime now. There's no deadlines. What there is is you. What there is is time to reflect, time to make yourself a better person, time to actually focus on your family, your friends, your passion, yourself, your neighbors. How can you help? What can you do to make this world a better place? Because if you do not take this time to make yourself better, to make the world better, 
to see what you can do. And you do not have to go into a mall or into a concert or to a restaurant or to a networking group or anything else where you have to physically touch another human being in order to accomplish this. This is what I'm saying. I've been doing this for a decade. I have a plethora of people and resources that can teach you how to do the same every single day for the last 10 years. I have sat behind a computer in my house, and yet I made a very good business. Now I am making a very successful podcast. I am making amazing connections. I am an introvert going to networking groups and all of the stuff that I was quote unquote supposed to do was exhausting. Do not use that as your excuse of why you cannot be a better person after this, of why you cannot help people and help the world after this. You literally have a choice right now. You don't have a choice to leave. You have to stay home. You're forced to take care of yourself, which in turn will take care of other people. But you do have a choice on what's going to happen after the quarantine is lifted. Are your kids going to look back and go, I know there was a pandemic and I know like everybody was getting sick, but honestly, it's my favorite memory from childhood because mom, you made cardboard forts with me and we made blanket forts and we read and we stayed up late and we did movie night and we played laser tag inside the house and we did crafts. And for the first time ever, you were okay that I made a giant mess with glitter and finger paint. And it was amazing. I learned how to play poker and gin rummy that same week because there was nothing else to do except for spend time together. You could look back and go, oh my God, that two weeks that I spent in quarantine, I had nothing else to do. I couldn't go anywhere. I don't have any kids. I don't have a partner. So I sat down and I started meditating and started doing yoga. And because I have nowhere to go, instead of worrying about meditating for 10 minutes and ruining my entire schedule, I meditated for an hour and I tapped into something so deep within myself that now I'm a New York number one best-selling author, that now I'm an international public speaker. Now I have a multi-million dollar online business. Now I teach people how to pull themselves up by the bootstraps because I'm a life coach that can show them how to find the light from the dark. Imagine what would happen if you actually do what this entire time is meant for you to do. Turn off the news. There's nothing that you can do. You don't need any updates. The school will tell you when it's open. Your business will call you and tell you when it's time to come back to work. Don't worry about what is happening out there. Worry about what's happening inside you. Because this moment in history could put us into the dark ages or it could put us into Star Trek. You get to choose. And I hope, I hope that you choose to be a badass. 
Thank you guys so very much for joining me today and for listening. If you loved this episode or hated it, I would love to hear your feedback. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at howtobeabadass-ish. And I look forward to talking with you guys again soon. Have a wonderful day.